you want to rage on my who, what, where, why now, what? <laughs> That's right, it's me, Eric, from YourRealityRecaps.com, bringing back our Real Housewives audio blogs for this season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, Season 7. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically, I don't like to read. I like to be read to, and I think everyone else feels the same way, which is why I'm reading you the Bravo blogs from the ladies each week as they put them out. Now look, they don't put them out frequently. So while we're going to try and make this a regular podcast coming out on the same time each week, just remember that I'm a slave to the ladies. So once they put out stuff, you'll be getting one of these every single week. Now, where can you see this and listen to it? Of course, on iTunes. And if you are, do us a favor, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. These shows will also be archived on our website, Your Reality Recap com slash bravo. Now, if you guys want an amazing way to help support our shows, consider becoming a patron. YourRealityRecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron-only group on Facebook. You get shows just for patrons weekly, prize giveaways for patrons, and your questions asked to reality stars when they come on our shows. Of course, you guys know we are live every single night of the week over on YouNow at YouNow.com slash reality recaps. Of course, it is Big Brother season currently, so that is what we are mainly focusing on. And if you are a Big Brother fan, I don't know why you are not over there checking out all our Big Brother content. But that's not all we do. So feel free to peruse our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, and see all of the amazing shows, content, videos, live streams, reality star guests that we have on all the time. Another great way you can help support our shows is if you're doing any Amazon shopping, go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon. Or if you just want to make a one-time donation to help us keep bringing you all of this content, consider doing so at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. Now, we have so much to get to from this week's Real Housewives of New Jersey that I think we need to jump right Right into it with our first blog. And first up is Siggy Flicker with her blog called It Always Takes Two to Tango. Holy shit. My head is still spinning from that trip. Just when you thought everything was calm in New Jersey, we cross we cross a couple state borders and bam. Well, I mean, that's what you get when you go to Vermont. I mean, who goes to Vermont? There's nothing but arguing and snow. But what do you you expect? First of all, let me make it clear that my idea of, quote, vacation doesn't even involve snow or an ounce of drama. Okay, I swear. (laughs) I do not read these ahead of time. Uh, So aside from a few special moments in beautiful Vermont, this was an experience that pretty much falls under the umbrella of trip from hell for me. I wasn't initially keen on a getaway that didn't involve sunshine, palm trees, and cocktails on the beach. But after some conniving, I was actually looking forward to a getaway with my friends. Our trip to Crystal Springs, just the five of us, was so enjoyable that I thought this would be a nice way for us to bond some more and a great excuse for Teresa to get some quality friend-slash-family time in before Joe leaves. What a shame it had to go the way it did. I felt so uncomfortable on this trip, and I just wanted to protect my friends from getting hurt or in trouble, and then get the hell back to New Jersey. 
For crying out loud, we're all adults. High school was over years ago. I don't want to partake in any gossip or BS. I just want to have a good time with my friends. I work so hard every day to make sure my kids are respectful and behave. I really have no tolerance for adults who act in this way, so I was just shocked. At this point in my Real Housewives of New Jersey journey, I'd like to remind everyone that I don't have a magic wand. I can't force people to behave in the way I think they should behave. In all my years as a relationship expert, I've only been able to find success with parties who are willing and able to participate and really want to do everything they can in their power to make it work. Right, which means they don't need you, so you're just stealing money from people that could have done it on their own. Literally people just telling you to tell them what they already know. That's why I love therapists. I I love providing people with tips and tools to revive their relationships. But again, I'm not a magician. It always takes two to tango. I'm starting to feel like I'm in the swimming pool, waiting for people to join me. However, some want to say it's shallow and others keep diving into the deep end. If they truly want to make it work, they're going to have to swim the distance and meet in the middle. If not, they can keep treading water, but they're not going anywhere and it's exhausting. Speaking of swimming pools, time to book a vacation where it's nice and quiet with no chance of a Category 5 hurricane. And then, hand me a giant margarita. XOXO, Siggy. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Siggy. So yeah, I mean, Siggy wasn't really involved much in this week other than being the person kind of pushing this trip along. I mean... It's weird. We all know Bravo books these trips. We all know Bravo books people to be there a certain amount of time and producers give them an agenda of what they should do. So the legitimacy of how much this is for real or really true, the way things happen, I don't know. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think in the comment section below because we're going to move on to our next Bravo blog. And it's from Melissa called, If I'm a Teresa soldier, I guess Kim D is Jacqueline's. Ooh, throwing shade already. Hi, everyone. It's me, Lissa. I'm sorry I couldn't help myself. Oh, my God. Like, so she spelled it like capital E and then spelled the rest of Melissa. Psycho. So, our trip to Vermont was supposed to be fun and drama-free, starting from the ride up there, which actually took over eight hours instead of five. I think it's safe to say this wasn't going to be one of those things. I I think it's safe to say this wasn't going to be either of those things. Oh, I guess fun or drama-free. I've said it before, it's becoming more apparent that Jacqueline is way too invested in everyone else's business. She wants us all to believe her meddling, quote, comes from a good place, but honestly, good for who? And thanks to her, we finally got to see the return of New Jersey's own private eye, Kim D. The things that, quote, fall into her lap are so ridiculous. I'm running a real business, and the fact that anyone would expect me to terminate an employee based on her word is crazy. But that's what I'm dealing with here. Now, if I'm a Teresa soldier, then I guess Kim D is Jacqueline's, which is pretty sad to me because after all the claims that she was, quote, helping us get back together and be a family again, when it finally does happen, she couldn't be any more miserable. It's written all over her face this season. The fact is that her insecurities and paranoia created all of this nonsense. 
I'm a grown adult and I'm very capable of being friends with her and having a relationship with my sister-in-law, even if the two of them are not getting along. This is all just an excuse for her to argue with me and then to try and make it look like I'm at fault. I have to say, the amount of time and energy her and her sidekick spend lying and spinning things is incredible. I'd rather spend my time with my kids and on a football field. On a lighter note, I'm glad you get to see some of the fun we did have during the trip while Jacqueline was MIA as usual. Joe always tells me he is a professional at every sport. I think skiing is definitely not on the list. He was hilarious trying to impress us with his skills. The whole time on that mountain, I was just praying he wouldn't break anything. I also laughed so hard when I saw Teresa in my conversation in my cat mask. I didn't realize how I looked, but now I see why everyone was having such a hard time concentrating. I wish I could just say that the trip gets better, but unfortunately, it doesn't, and the crazy continues. Until next week, XOXO. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Melissa. I'm so torn. I really don't know how I feel about this whole thing between Melissa and Teresa. I feel like it's fake. On the, you know, Bravo gossip tip, a little insideriness that you may have missed, which I said I would be doing um, on these blogs. So here we go. Basically, Danielle Staub, who has publicly hated and bashed Teresa nonstop, has come out and said, I would love to be back on the show. And Teresa tweeted her and said, I would love you to be back on the show, too. Which is bad because Danielle Staub hates Melissa and Danielle Staub claims to have emails proving that she did want to go onto the show to blow up things for Teresa and Joe, and she was begging Danielle to get her in with Bravo producers to let her come on the show and things that she could do to screw with Melissa, I mean, to screw with Teresa and Joe. So this is Danielle Staub claiming all of this. So the fact that Teresa is saying, oh, I have no problems with her, I'd like her to come back on the show on Twitter is apparently causing some tension. So we'll see how all that plays out. I just don't buy the whole thing with Melissa. I mean, I get that it's family and you want it to work out for family, but it's only working out because Melissa's doing everything Teresa wants and isn't allowed to have her own opinion or say anything bad because then Teresa will hate her again. So basically, Melissa's just making sure she doesn't lose her paycheck. I have more respect for Jacqueline in this situation because at least she knows... Sticking up with Teresa might, sticking up, standing up to Teresa might screw her, but she doesn't care. And I know, I feel like I'm in the in the minority of people that like Jacqueline, but I, I think she's the most honest one on the show. You let me know what you guys think in the comments section below, and we'll go jump over to her Bravo blog. <laughs> of course, from Jacqueline and called History repeats itself. Wow. Teresa is a hypocrite when it comes to speaking about getting involved in family drama. I remember when Teresa was all involved in my family business. How easily she forgets. I'm sure Caroline remembers. However, I won't get into that right now. I've learned that Teresa has selective memory where she only remembers what she feels people have done to her. She conveniently forgets all the things that she's done to other people. 
Exactly. She also has a very hard time taking accountability for anything or genuinely forgiving anyone. She changes the reality in her head and starts to believe her own twisted faux reality. I wish she would acknowledge this and talk to someone about it because it's very frustrating. It's called a sociopath. Teresa knows that I'm good friends with her cousin, thanks to her, and we all are part of the same group. We all hung out a lot together while Teresa was in prison, but when she came home, it caused a divide between us because Teresa didn't want to be around them. And I don't like leaving people out, especially if it was family and their relationship could be mended. The whole group could have benefited from a peace treaty. That was what I sincerely wanted. And unlike Melissa, the rest of us in our group were invested in their relationship because we care. We called Kathy and Rosie after the sit-down because we care about how they were feeling about everything. Okay, I'm just going to interject me, Eric, here for a minute and say that's a really good point. Only Melissa seems to be the one to have a problem with it, like Siggy and Dolores and and Jacqueline. Like, everyone's putting the blame on Jacqueline, but Siggy and Dolores were just as invested in having the relationship between all of them work out. And I understand why Teresa doesn't want it to work out, because, you know, she's Teresa. All right, let's go back. But that was a, that was a good point, Jacqueline. We all hope that once Teresa sat down face-to-face with her cousins and heard what they had to say, that she might possibly have a change of heart. Friends always call each other to talk about what's going on in their lives. It's just what we do, especially in this group. Melissa called me after to see what happened, too. Melissa was always calling me to ask for the scoop, but not because she cared, obviously. It's just because she was nosy. So, there is a difference. The truth is, when Melissa heard that Kim was in the picture, she got mad at me for it and blamed me. Meanwhile, Teresa stayed friends with Kim D long after Strippergate, and she was even at Teresa's house before you even saw me at her store with Siggy. Before Envy, Melissa herself was shopping at Posh. Teresa was still getting her clothes from Kim as well, even after Envy opened. We all have been shopping at Posh since day one. I wasn't the one bringing Kim D around, and Melissa knows that. Kim has always been around. Her trying to say I was jealous of her and Teresa's relationship is just Melissa deflecting, and it's ridiculous. Even Teresa said herself this season that the one thing she never had with me is a jealousy issue between us. Jealousy is not my DNA when it comes to my friends, and everyone knows that about me. There is enough room for everyone to be friends and succeed in their business. Melissa just needs to stop being so envious. Regarding Derek, if Melissa doesn't even want to look at the proof Kim D had on him, then that's on her. Don't shoot the messenger. If I were her, I would want to know the truth, that is, unless she already knew. Just something to think about. Right, so she's saying that she knew that her manager, gay friend, was the one behind putting that out to get Melissa, um, Teresa in trouble. Which, by the way, I completely believe. Um, I was surprised to, believe, to hear that Melissa and Teresa were talking behind my back. I thought things were going well between us at that time. Teresa and I just had a night out with our husbands prior to Vermont, and we had the best time. I'm confused as who got into Teresa's ear to have her say the things she said. 
on the spot trip, Melissa was just saying how jealous she was that Teresa and I were able to rekindle our friendship so easily, and she never could. Fast forward to a week later or so, when they are talking about how hard it is for Teresa and I, and how easy it is for them. Something is not adding up. Not sure why Teresa and Melissa were insulting or insinuating I was upset and getting worked up after my fight with their, quote, soldier, I mean friend. When I didn't join them for dog sledding, I wasn't. Everyone made their assumptions about why I didn't join them. The truth is, Chris and I wanted to sleep in and have a nice day alone together because we always try and take advantage of any time we can get alone time together. It also just didn't seem enjoyable to either of us to spend the day with someone so desperate for camera time and attention, especially when she threatened to, quote, rage on my ass, F me up, and punch me in the face. It's not that I felt threatened by her or even though or even that I was verbally threatened by her. It was more because she knew I knew she had a history of fighting people and I'm not one to back down. I couldn't help mocking her that night because I felt like she was acting so ridiculous and desperate. It made me laugh. Together we're a recipe for disaster and I was trying to avoid that for Teresa's sake. Then the, the reason Rosie wanted nothing to do with that, quote, rage girl was because she was so obnoxious and attention-seeking every time she had briefly hung out with her, she was fighting someone. They were never, quote, besties like she was trying to make it out to be. Rage girl tried to start drama with Rosie at Teresa's book signing, but Rosie walked away. When she couldn't get Rosie's attention, she came after me. Nobody on that trip really cared for her. Teresa even said she was more of Joe's friends than hers. So why was she there? Obviously to set me up and be Teresa's voice so she could keep her new Zen persona. Not all of Teresa's friends are soldiers, but I do recognize a soldier when I see one. History repeats itself. If Rage Girl thought I was close to Teresa and knew we were working on repairing our friendship, why did she feel so comfortable coming at me like that and then calling Teresa into her fight to back her up? Doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure that one out. Meaning Teresa's behind it. All I know is this, at the spa trip, there was no drama. In Vermont, things didn't go as smoothly. Why? It's because we had an outsider there stirring things up. And whose idea was that? Be sure to tune in next week where you will see emotions explode and my huge disappointment in my so-called friends. This will be my aha moment. Ah, uh, thus concludes the Bravo blog of Jacqueline. I also think it's going to be the last moment for Jacqueline. I have a feeling what's going to happen, well, basically tonight, since it took them till Saturday to get this done. Uh, and this probably won't post till after midnight on Sunday. So uh, what you'll see later tonight is probably going to be Jacqueline's last appearance on the show, because rumors say... Nobody will film with her after what happens on tonight's episode, so that should be interesting. But let's wrap up our Bravo blogs for this week with Teresa. And her blog is called, I Just Wanted Peace. She's such a good sociopath. She is a master at manipulating, at manipulating people's feelings. 
That is what sociopaths are good at. And she knows what to do and what to say to act innocent and sad and make you feel a certain way and twist things. And she's an emotional manipulator. Okay, so Teresa says, Dear everyone, When I said yes to going to Vermont, I really thought it would be a relaxing trip. But we all, all we had was drama, drama, and more drama. I felt bad for Siggy, who is not used to dealing with all these Jersey fireworks, even when we're not in Jersey. Before we went away, Jacqueline and I had made up and were getting along. I was really happy about that. But everything that happened with her on this episode made me start to question her again. Whenever there was drama on this episode, Jacqueline was involved. She started stirring the pot when she called Kathy and Rosie to find out what happened when we met to talk things over with Siggy and Dolores sitting right there. Really? Why is she so interested in issues having to deal with my family? On our long bus ride to the spa, Jacqueline started going in about my meeting with Kathy and Rosie again. She said she didn't think I was clear enough with them about my future relationship. I mean, why does she care? She also got into it with Robin on the bus ride. As Jacqueline sat there and argued with Robin, I was thinking, what is going on with her? See how she just completely deflects it? Like, she told them the door is always open. Whether it's an expression of phrase or not, she made Kathy and Rosie feel like the door is always open. Not, it's done and dead. But Teresa's not going to commit that. She'll just change the subject. Okay. Of course, the shit hit the fan when Jacqueline called Robin one of my soldiers. I wasn't there when those two were arguing, so I don't know exactly what happened, just what I saw in the episode. But I first want to say, Robin isn't my, quote, soldier. That's ridiculous. Um, I would never even think to call any of my friends soldiers. I think Jacqueline wants soldiers of her own, and that's why she says that. Oh my god. So of course, Robin got mad and said she wanted to rage on Jacqueline's ass, which led Jacqueline to yell at her to rage on my ass before going to sit on her. It all went downhill from there. I was just glad I wasn't out there when all these fireworks were going off. When everyone came back inside, I tried to be the peacemaker and tell everyone to just stop. I stayed calm when Jacqueline kept yelling for me to take the garbage out, meaning Robin. I told her I was heading back to the suite with them because I just wanted peace. Just wanted peace. I understand that Robin got mad, but what she did wasn't right. But Jacqueline didn't stop it either. She just kept pushing Robin's buttons. All I can say is I saw sides of Jacqueline that I have never seen before, which makes me wonder if I even know who she really is. Well, remember when she was the one who on the reunion told you that she that you told her you walked in on Joe um, having an affair with a hooker on his desk? Because I remember that. I don't think this is worse than that. I think you know that your husband cheats on you. It's probably why you're happy he's in jail, because then he can't cheat on you. I'm just saying, oh my god, I'm so horrible. The Teresa fans are going to kill me. Um, And if you thought this week was crazy, just wait till next week. Fasten your seatbelts, guys. On a happier note, I love watching Joe with the girls while I was away, although I wasn't happy that Melania said she was going to kick her dad where the sun don't shine. Where does she get that stuff? 
probably from your other little nightmare daughter. Uh, A few episodes back, Joe had a bad week, his worst one ever. He was grumpy and snapping at me and the girls because he was stressing over leaving with us. So it was good to see him in a better place on this week's episode. Anyway, love, love, love you all. XOXO, Teresa. Wowzer, that is crazy. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't believe in the legitimacy of anything Teresa says. I honestly think she's a sociopath, and I think she's a con artist. But that's just me. Well, that about wraps up our Real Housewives of New Jersey audio blogs for this week. Now, don't forget, if you love what we're doing, well, we need your support. Consider making a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal, or even better yet, becoming a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And if you are listening on iTunes, a five-star rating and a nice review really is a great free way to help support our shows. It's the least you freeloaders could do. But again, the patron uh, group gives you access to the patron-only group, kind of self-explanatory, and special shows weekly just for patrons, as well as prize giveaways and so much more. But it and PayPal donations are what keeps us up and running. We can't do these shows without your support, so if you like them, consider supporting us the best way you can, for free or with a monetary donation. We will see you guys all next week. Check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody.